Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rebel News Daily live stream. My name is Dakota Christensen, and I am joined here by the lovely Nat. Hello, everybody. And today we're going to be talking about some pretty crazy stuff going on. We have some breaking news coming out of Ottawa mm -hmm. about the police essentially declaring war on the peaceful protesters and truckers there. So a lot more to come on that mm -hmm. and all sorts of news going on throughout the world right now. It's a crazy world we're living in, lots of stuff going on. But we're here to share it all with you oh, and yeah. uh, give you our thoughts and commentary and just have a good time together talking about the insanity that is our world. Yep. We're all in this together, folks. <laughs> well, we really Yeah, I are. mean, literally, we. we. Yeah, 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 we're in this together. <laughs> They're politicians off in their own separate elitist world. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have some, some crazy stuff. But just to open it off today, because mm -hmm. essentially, for those of you who don't know the program, we have a bunch of headlines pulling together, lots of news to talk about. And we essentially, we, we give you the news. We help break it down for you. You can interact with us through, I believe, Rumble Rants mm -hmm. and Hyper Chats, Super Chats, whatever they call them on whichever platform you're chats. watching. Unfortunately, YouTube has demonetized us. They really don't like us. Uh, but if you go over to one of the alternative platforms, Rumble, Odyssey, Super U, you can send us your chats. We'll read them out, mm -hmm. have a great interaction, and we can have that fun community building that way. And uh, we go through all the news of the day. So let's do it. We jump into it. First headline of the day because we have so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff going on. It's a crazy world. Crazy world. First thing, this just kind of caught our attention because we are rebel news here. All right. We're, you know, we're not about conforming to things. Mm -hmm. We march to the beat of our own drum. We like to think of ourselves as free thinkers and challengers of narratives. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, caught th this headline caught my eye this morning. Apparently a school in Windsor has removed the word rebel because they were called the Riverside Rebels, uh, I think because uh, they didn't want their children being little nonconformists. Okay, but don't you also think this just kind of speaks to the fact that people are way too sensitive? Oh, yeah. Like, way too sensitive. Like, is the word rebel really triggering or something? Like, I don't yeah. understand that. Like, like, if you read what they actually said, like, can, can we even just scroll right back up to the very top there, to the uh, headline and subheadline? <laughs> if we look at that there, just removal of rebel name from Riverside secondary school draws mixed reactions okay, okay. no longer um, will they have any reference to the word rebel and its sports team mascot or official school imagery okay maybe that's not the line I was thinking of maybe down a little bit my bad but I was thinking of the reasoning they said they, you know they didn't want to uh, have anything possibly offensive or yeah they want to create safe caring and yeah. inclusive learning and working environments for all students and staff yes. I don't understand how being a rebel is uh, arguably by removing the word rebel from any sort of school um, like emblems or anything is not inclusive because yeah. what if you consider yourself a rebel? Yeah, exactly. It, it's like they oh we don't want to encourage our kids to be rule breakers and I mean Which sure fair. that's fair but also it just seems a little much. Yeah, you should be encouraging your kids to be free thinkers. Like diversity of thought is an important thing. Critical thinking these are things that we want to instill in our kids and I think I think that they've just taken this word way too seriously. Exactly. And I mean if we if we, if we just pull the article back up for a second there if you look at the actual logo it's fair there is like some confederate flag imagery there and yeah. i can understand if they they don't like that they want to you know sure. remove that sure how about just a redesign like yeah i think the riverside rebels is a fantastic name for I a school know. and if you want some school spirit yeah we're the rebels out here fighting together like think star wars guys the rebels are the good guys the empire they're evil you think know rebel news we're think the good rebel guys news. rebel can be great but anyway <laughs>
anyways, yeah, that's that's just a thing there. It's just another thing in the, our absolute cancel culture, offensive world. Not even the slightest thing that goes against the nice cushy world we're building. Homeschool uh, your kids. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Homeschool your kids out there. Um, private schools are nice <laughs> if you got tons of cash. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, honestly, like for me, when it's I want to start a family and have kids, I'm thinking escape to Texas or Florida, right. nice private school or homeschool my go. kids. I don't know. Or maybe maybe we can be successful in redeeming our nation up here. I don't know. You Let's know have what? some optimism. Yeah, God willing. God, God willing. willing. <laughs> oh, man. You know, on that, I'll let you take the lead on this next story here on oh, our headlines. Man. You guys, this one is this one's a little cringe, okay? So we all know Vice. Vice is pretty outrageous as a news source to begin with. Very progressive, very left-wing, but they've taken things to a whole new level here. So apparently Vice is telling people to wear pantyhose on their faces to enhance their masking uh, efficiency. Uh, okay, so we could just start off right out the gate here saying that we already know the data has told us that masks are more or less ineffective at preventing um, the spread of COVID. I said, let me stop you there now. We are still on YouTube. So uh, uh, guys, we love masks. I masks love masks. are safe and effective. Yes. Um, YouTube overlords, uh, we wear masks all the time yes. because we know they are our greatest tool other than the vaccines and stopping the spread of COVID-19 and yeah. having it kill us all. You're right. My so. mistake, I had a mental lapse there. I'm wearing a mask right now. I love them. Yeah. And, and for those of you who don't know, we normally start the stream on YouTube yes. and we talk about things that YouTube will allow us to talk about without just cutting our stream off or de well, we've already been demonetized deplatforming our channel <laughs> and eventually to really give our honest open thoughts True fully that. on topics we have to shut off our youtube stream and we stream exclusively on rumble odyssey and super U. so if you haven't already feel free oh and getter now oh, yeah. getter as well Hi, yeah folks. we're officially streaming <laughs> on getter shout out to anyone who's on getter now that is a new addition to our streams. My apologies for forgetting about that. Mm -hmm. Feel free to hop over onto any of our alternative platforms other than YouTube if you want to watch this full stream in its entirety. It's still completely free. It just, you know, YouTube doesn't like us talking freely. But as you were saying that before I jumped in there. So data aside. Yes, let's data move on aside. Like, <laughs> data aside. YouTube doesn't like science. Um, <laughs> now we're going to, we're in trouble here. But, um pantyhose like come on okay yeah. i think data aside masks are kind of silly looking when you wear them okay let's throw on a sheer piece of women's clothing on top of that like come on look at these photos i i, I honestly don't like this ha I, I i see this headline and i think this has to be the babylon b or something rubber like, band this, this, <laughs> what? This, this has to be some sort of satire but I, no i mean this is I suppose this is maybe I, I haven't actually read the article myself, but I, maybe Vice is being kind of playful here. But it just it seems so comical to me that the, anyone could take themselves even remotely seriously reporting. Yeah, on like this. someone took the time to write this. Like, yeah. and I'm I'm assuming they were being serious when they wrote this. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't want to don't you know you, you shouldn't assume anything, I guess. But still, like it's it's we live in a clown world. Yeah, yeah we live in a clown it's world. Wild. Yeah, the fact that that is a genuine news headline and not outright satire. Just, you know. <laughs> it is like Babylon Bee. That's a, yeah, that's a good it, one. It is very true. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so those are some, you know, a little more lighthearted stuff. Yeah. But as I mentioned earlier, there is some pretty intense stuff going on in the nation's capital right now in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. um, 
with, uh, of course, if you've been following us at all, you know, you know if you make sure to check out convoyreports.com where we put all of our coverage of the uh, Truckers for Freedom convoy mm -hmm. that has been going on, the massive protests going on in Ottawa. There's that blockade at the Alberta-Montana border that's been going on for many days now. Um, truckers and supporters standing up all over the country protesting against COVID restrictions and vaccine mandates and all of the like. But Trudeau, it would seem, is kind of shaking in his boots. And uh, <laughs> some Liberal Party insiders have uh, spoken to elect conservatives. It is a uh, pro-conservative platform and essentially said uh, from these party insiders that Trudeau is, quote, panicked, worried and bruised. It seems I mean, that he's backed into a corner here and he's ready to lash out. I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious. I mean, he did literally hide. Yeah, like literally he was in hiding for a majority of the convoy. So, I mean, this is completely unsurprising to me. Um, yeah, like, I don't find it surprising, but it, it's interesting to hear this from the horse's mouth yes. of these Liberal Party insiders. Because, uh, you know, recap of events here, like you were saying, mm -hmm. the truckers were coming to town, we're going to flood Ottawa. Trudeau says, oh, man, guys, I've had a, an exposure to someone who tested positive for COVID. I tested negative, but uh, I slept isolated for five days. And then he tested positive. Yeah, runs away, <laughs> hides and then says he tested positive, but then the next day, or even that same day after saying he tested positive, comes out with a press conference surrounded by reporters to condemn the truckers and call them racist, xenophobes, and terrorists. Of course. Um, which is fascinating. Oh, completely fascinating. But, so at this point, I mean, it just seems like there's nothing he can do because there are all these big rigs across the city, all these massive trucks all over. Mm -hmm. um, and you have all these, uh, there were hundreds of thousands of protesters in the city over the weekend, and there are still numbers there now, and more returning this weekend. Um, and it seems he's kind of been backed into a corner because they have been so peaceful and so polite. Yes. I mean, like, I was there on the ground reporting on this. Mm -hmm. It was, like, it, it was pretty amazing being there. It was a very true Canadian protest. Everyone was picking up after the garbage and being polite and handing yeah. out free food. And, like, it was, it was so immensely peaceful that if there was any sort of crackdown on this, it would be such a bad image. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like conservatives, when they're protesting, the always have to be on their best behavior, right? Because oh, yeah. the, the media is going to try to demonize them, and they'll, they'll grasp at any um, opportunity to make them look bad, you know, to push their yeah. narrative. Well, right? Yeah, and, I mean, you compare that to the Black Lives Matter protests. Right. You look at Chaz slash Chop in uh, Seattle, the mm -hmm. autonomous zone that was set up where they literally— Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. You know, the fiery, uh, yet most— mostly peaceful protests in the summer of 2020. Uh, and there were absolute apologists all up and down the media and the uh, the mainstream leftist, yep. uh, you know, quote unquote, liberal politicians uh, sort of defending all of that. And yet here we have this group of working class people who yeah. are coming to Ottawa to make themselves be heard and to basically demand that they have their constitutional rights and freedoms be defended. Well, that's just, yeah. that's they, uh, And who have been outrageously peaceful, yeah. who have not done anything wrong, and then have just had a handful of agents provocateurs out there, like one or two people with Confederate and Nazi flags yeah. trying to make everyone look bad. Uh, and suddenly they're all a bunch of racists and xenophobes. But it seems that one week after all of the, you know, the cameras and the focus have been on there, you know, Daddy Trudeau has had enough. True and daddy. It feels like a you know, good old True Daddy. <laughs> it seems like he's ready to crack down. Um, you know, he's panicked and worried. And we've seen announcements from the Ottawa police and the RCMP stating that they're ready to deploy additional resources to crack down on the protesters. And there's this string of tweets from the Ottawa police yes. that is actually shocking to read through. 
Like I said, these are completely peaceful protesters. And you read through this string of tweets from the auto police saying they're deploying all these additional officers, they're going to start enforcing everything they can, that they're taking down names and writing down license plates of everyone who's in the city so mm -hmm. they can enforce. And it seems like they're going to, you know, be trying to even instigate stuff like this is just my personal speculation. And there could be some heavy handed responses and arrests. Like it's my feeling that Trudeau is just so desperate here and he's finally decided it's time to crack the whip. No, absolutely. And I think it's kind of a good sign that we are seeing the the police come out and kind of have these sort of threatening messages because it does prove that they are scared. Like mm -hmm. when people come together and are united for a cause such as this, I think that really scares these globalist um, elites, you know, and I think this is I think this is a good thing. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like, when I was there on the ground, all the police over the past week have been extremely professional and mm -hmm. respectful. They gave a lot of room and space to the protesters. All the ones I talked to just said, you know what? Like, they were out in droves. There are so many police on the, on the ground around the area of Ottawa where the truckers right. are parked around Parliament. Um, and, and they were very respectful, and they just said, we're just here to keep the peace and make sure everyone's safe and, you know, warm and to help people if they need it. And right. but you know what? We're just, we're just here. Um, there was a good bit of sort of political showmanship. Like, there were cops standing just standing there in formation with riot gear. Just, right. It was kind of eerie. but bit they, of theater. Yeah, a bit of theater, political theater for sure. Right. But the cops themselves were like, they were standing in formation. There was a guy standing next to them taking selfies and people chatting with them. Like right. The cops were just like, yeah, we've been ordered to stand here. We're just kind of hanging out. Like, you know, how's it going, guys? But it seems like they're cracking down and adding more officers. And it just seems like they're teasing, uh, you know, more stuff that could be going down this weekend in Ottawa and it's it's kind of shocking the things they're doing so feel free to if you want to go hit up Twitter and, and look at the Ottawa police thread we've been tweeting all over that especially um, though you know like a week later like mm -hmm. this this protest has been going on for a week which yeah. means that there's that's ample time for something to have gone awry these people yeah. have maintained peace they're they're not threatening anyone I know the horn honking is probably very annoying yes. for people in the neighborhood but you know what else is annoying having your freedoms taken away for two years yeah, so it's, it's, it's very true uh, yeah people like sh and technically Technically, yes, like there are many things that would like technically be, be breaking the law here right. in terms of I imagine they don't have a lot of the permits. proper permits they need for protesting. They are blocking city streets. Right. They all would be ha having noise violations with all these bylaws and stuff. But the intention here is like this is an active protest. This is an, in and of itself a rebellion. And they've been breaking these smaller laws. They have overall been very compliant with the police. Yeah, they've, uh, they've been working yeah, together. They've been right? working yeah. together. They've, they've been very compliant. And we've seen um, that a lot in Alberta too on the border. They the When they were negotiating with the RCMP, the, the truckers were very amicable. Yeah, like these are people who are at their wits ends. Mm -hmm. They feel like they've been backed into a corner and they have no other choice and they're willing to put it all on the line right now. And you know, we're in other situations, this would be a violent revolution, but it's not. It's very polite, very Canadian, very, very peaceful. Canadian. And this headline, which I think is really important to talk about while we're talking about all of this, it came from Blacklock's reporter yes. um, in Ottawa showing the crime data, just the preliminary uh, police data, the statistics here of crime this past week in the area of Ottawa where all the truckers and protesters are compared to the week before, there has been a significant drop in crime in Ottawa since the protesters and the truckers have arrived. You know, it's so funny. We're always told to look at the data, uh, and yet these people who are like preaching this at us can't practice what they preach. Look at the data, y'all. Yeah, like, I, like, if you read through there, I, I read through it quickly. I'm trying to remember exactly what it said there, um, but I think it said something, there were like 30-something incidents of violent crime where the police were called. 
Um, yeah, 31 police calls for robbery, assault, drug trafficking, public drunkenness, stolen vehicles, store breaking, and other crimes in the week prior to the protest. Wee. And there were three reports of street crime since the protest began for mischief, robbery, and auto theft. So it went from 31 to 3. The, the week before they came was 31. The week while they were there was 3 in that region. That's a shocking drop in crime. It seems all these truckers and protesters coming to town has been a major deterrent for criminals, actually. Um, so thank a trucker. Yeah, so get out there and thank a trucker, honk your horns. But it's, it's just astounding to see that the police and the politicians are trying to frame this group of protesters in Ottawa yeah. as violent, dangerous extremists. And we need to bring the police there. We've seen all this aggression from them. I've seen nothing of the sort. I mean, look at this clip here. Like, yeah, I mean, people are out there celebrating and having a good time, and they're just, you know, trying to make the most of this situation while they see what, like, what they believe they're doing is fighting. Yeah, and I mean, wit's end for their freedom. Their dancing sucks, but they aren't terrorists. Yeah, exactly. You know, like exactly. They, they're having fun. They're having a hoot. Like, yeah. just let these. This is this is all we have at this point. You know, everything's been taken away from so many of yeah. these people via vaccine mandates, etc. Um, so, th like, let's just let the people dance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their dancing might be offensive to the eyes. Yeah. It's not quite an act of terror. <laughs> like, <laughs> not but it's quite. just like, I've seen so much wholesome stuff this past weekend when I was on the ground there of people looking out for each other, helping so each refreshing. other. So refreshing. So many of these people are just good, honest, working class, rural, mm -hmm. farmer type, you know, homey, folksy people who are just like, they're such good people with good spirits and yep. good, uh, you know, kind of manners to them who really actually care. And everyone has just been so polite and kind and people coming from all different backgrounds like they're trying to paint this as white supremacists i know like there were so many people of so all different races and backgrounds and religions and ethnicities coming together over this so agree or disagree if you like but all the labels of white supremacy and terrorism and all Fake the same news. yeah all the aggression it is like focusing on on the narrowest point zero 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 one percent of uh, some people in if ottawa that. if that if like, that what's shocking is you look at this group of people and like just be, you know, you like we're talking about crime in Ottawa. Yeah. If you look at any city, of course there are going to be criminals and people there. You don't say everyone in Ottawa is a terrorist because this criminal <laughs> did this. Yeah. Like, a couple of people in the area of the protest did some things that are unacceptable, but that's like a couple of people out of hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of people in that area. Not to mention. Not even necessarily associated with the protest. Absolutely, and not to mention anyone who is participating in these protests. I w I'm almost certain would very likely condemn any actual violent or criminal act. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. from from someone else who's allegedly involved in the protest. I, I just don't see them encouraging that kind of behavior because like we were saying earlier, the media and the government want them to mess up. Yeah, yeah, and everyone I talked to was so much on that they're saying well, this is a peaceful protest we are here there will be no violence no we, funny were, business no funny business guys yeah. they were more than aware of all the eyes on them and of every possible attempt that would be made to try and paint them as bad actors even though they're nothing of the sort no. and they distress so much no matter what happens so like hopefully we see if the police do move in this weekend as it looks like they're going to I mean, hopefully we will see classic civil libertarian Martin Luther King-esque type civil disobedience in which they will just sit there and if the police will arrest them, they'll arrest them. If they're going to haul them off to jail, let it happen. I really hope that they have such willpower and restraint that there won't be any backlash because 
the way I could see this going down is police move in, they start mm -hmm. ticketing people, and there could be some provocation there. And then if a fight or two breaks out, it feels like this is all over. No, that's a good point. I think people need to really be on their best behavior. You know, don't let the don't let the narrative win, you guys. If yeah. you're going out to Ottawa today or if you're attending a protest, please practice peaceful protesting. Yeah, actually, on that note, I would love to bring this up. This wasn't on our agenda here, but if our you know, absolute crack producer can pull this up. Yeah, uh, shout out to AD. Yeah, the Democracy Fund yesterday released some really great stuff on yes. the do's and don'ts of peaceful protesting. The Democracy Fund are our charitable partners who we have been working with with our Fight Vaccine Passports and Fight the Fines projects, yes. among others. They're a registered Canadian charity, and they put out some really great content yesterday on basically knowing your rights around peaceful protesting yeah. and how you should deal with the police if the police do come after you. Um, and we've, they've also uh, said they're going to be announcing free legal consultation for those who are protesting in yep. Ottawa, just helping people to know their rights mm -hmm. and when it comes to this. Yeah, um, you, I, yeah, I believe you can find this on Instagram as well, the Democracy Fund. Um, and this is their yeah. website, which is the democracyfund.ca. So definitely head over there and give this a read because I think it's really important for people to be aware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Yeah, the democracyfund.ca because a lot of people go out there and they, they don't know their rights when it comes to dealing with the police, dealing yeah. with lawyers, the best way to do things. Like, for example, we've, we've been sent so many videos of, oh, look at this shocking thing this officer did to us because this person wasn't wearing a mask or this person was here. And But they also did things that made it worse. Like they refused to give their name absolutely. to an officer when the officer asked. Like you're required to give your name and identify yourself to an officer. And if you give a fake name or you refuse to answer and not identify identify yourself you know you can be charged with something else on top of that and that can be the thing they nail you for even if the initial thing they came after you for wasn't actually something yeah. you could get prosecuted uh, against Don't for. provoke anything. So, don't provoke. <laughs> you Make know? sure to check out that guide. Yes, um, definitely. If you are going to be in Ottawa this weekend or protesting anywhere because we're seeing these protests uh, across the country, yeah, really. Across the country, yep. there's stuff going on in Alberta and every major city in Toronto. There's one planned for this weekend where people are freaking out about it. Um, there's <laughs> there's course. all sorts of stuff happening everywhere, but there are some cracks starting to form. You yes, know, like there we were saying, are. Trudeau kind of hiding and and you know worrying, and seems like he's at, uh, lashing out now. And because this police stuff seems very politically motivated, and seems like it's on marching orders. It seems like very. It seems like a bit of theater to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and the in, in Alberta with that blockade of truckers at the border between Alberta and Montana. It seems like Jason Kenney's starting to crack, and it seems like he has a revolt on his hand politically with the United Conservative Party in Alberta. Um, yeah. Seems like some MLAs, the members of the Legislative Assembly. Some rural MLAs, yeah. yeah. the rural MLAs, the, uh, the politicians in Alberta, they seem to support the truckers on this, and they seem to be really pressuring Kenney to back down. And it's been very interesting over the past few days to see Kenney go from all right, guys, uh, completely unrelated to the truckers, we are exploring maybe an end to this vaccine passport program, the Such restrictions, a exemptions, answer. yeah, program as they call it, it's going to, okay, probably by the end of this month, to, okay, by the end of this week, uh, and we do have to a video of this up year, yeah. to the end of this millennia. Yeah, no. so, so at the, so, but it was slowly going down with like, you know, yeah. towards the better thing of, oh, end of this month, okay, maybe end of this week, okay. So this video came out last night that we shared this. Yes. So we can throw to that of Jason Kenney making the announcement saying he'll be ending restrictions. Check this out. But if you mean what is the end of the restrictions, <laughs> uh, as I've just outlined, early next week we will be uh, publishing and presenting a, a safe plan uh, to lift public health measures in Alberta to do so safely. 
uh, to do so gradually, starting with the elimination of the restriction exemption program. I would also like to see vaccine uh, measures affecting passport. children lifted as soon as possible because I think there's a basic unfairness, injustice, in many of these measures having had a disproportionate impact on kids, as we now know, on their mental health. <laughs> for Two a years disease too late there, Kenny. A yeah. much, poses a much lower level of risk to the health of children. So um, the issue here on public health measures has always been about uh, protecting our hospitals. Uh, and overwhelmingly, the people who are prone to be hospitalized are now unvaccinated people who are much older in the age spectrum. It's always been, of course, like uh, somebody who is uh, 80 or over apparently is a thousand times more likely to die of COVID-19 than a child or an adolescent. So um, when it comes to, to children, I think there's a very powerful case for us to prioritize lifting uh, damaging public health restrictions that are affecting children uh, as a priority in our plan to move forward. Yeah. Okay, so. but it's so hard to trust these people when they. I. I mean, I know we should be excited and this and uh, and optimistic, you know. But these people give us whiplash. Like it's been two years of this. Like, can we really expect that this will actually come to fruition? Yeah. I. It's. It's so tough to say. You know what? I've got something I really want to say about this. I don't think it's YouTube safe. Indeed. So there's a comment I want to make about Jason Kenney here and these politicians. <laughs> I, I'm about to go off on it. Too I think spicy. it's time. I think it's time to move off of uh, YouTube exclusively over to the alternatives Rumble Odyssey. Bye. Super U and Getter now. Yes. Um, make sure to click on the link in the description and YouTube should be there. If not, I'll give you a moment there. I'm just going to wait for confirmation that we are off of YouTube. And don't forget to submit your chats because we'll be reading those at the end of the show. Hey this is true. And this I think true. we're off of All right, YouTube. We're off of YouTube. So I can stop sweating. Yeah, I can, can <laughs> speak freely. But as I, as I was saying there about Jason Kenney and these politicians, like, they're, like, like let's take Jason Kenney for an example here. I see him just trying to toe this line between yeah. he's being pulled in two different directions. The people and his own party mm -hmm. want him to end this. Yeah. They are demanding it fiercely. I mean, it's Alberta. It's the, supposed to be the Texas of Canada, as they call it. You know, <laughs> the, the freedom place where they actually believe in individual liberty and would you know, ideally uphold it. And then on the other hand, it seems like something else is pulling him in the direction of, oh no, we have to keep this up. It's like he has some globalist overlords cracking the whip at him. Yep. Or it's like, who is pulling his strings? Because we see this coordination across all of the politicians, all of the premiers and at the federal it's, level, it's all just this unified thing. And every time I look at Jason Kenney or Doug Ford or one of these pressers saying, well, folks, we're all on this together and I know it's been tough, but I need your patience. Just two more weeks of restrictions and lockdowns and killing you people. Uh, but you know what? We're in this together. It's okay. They look terrified. It's like they're yeah. like staring at the camera with a gun to their head and no. like some hostage video. Like, like they sweat. Well, well, folks, um, I'm so sorry to say this, but uh, oh, we're, we're is this Doug down Ford? again. I thought, yeah. oh gosh, I could have thought, I could have thought he was eat Doug. Your, eat your cheesecake, kids. <laughs> but like, it's just incredible to see. So I mean, it's this is really something. The fact that the, the pressure is so much that Jason Kenney is now saying. I mean, again, we cannot take him at his word in the no. slightest. Because this is the man who said he didn't even know what a vaccine passport was. He swore to God, to quote him, I swear to God, open for good. Mm -hmm. That uh, the summer, best summer ever, as they call it in Alberta, would be open for good. Well, that didn't happen. He's outright lied. So have all the other premiers. Yes, especially, well, we've seen yeah. so much 
backpedaling from our uh, and a kind of goalpost shifting from these conservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really disappointing. But okay, what about this? Maybe this is a tinfoil hat moment. But what yeah. about the fact? I mean, shouldn't we consider that? Okay, so. There's a lot of pressure on these guys right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're kind of bending the knee a little bit. But who's to say they can't just backpedal again? Like, how yeah. can we really trust that this decision is permanent? Like, can I see it in writing? Can yeah. you tattoo it on yourself, Jason Kenney? Because, like, then maybe I'll believe yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Because we're seeing this from Jason Kenney. We're seeing mm-hmm. this from Scott Moe mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan, who's been saying, all right, he's lifting restrictions. Like By the end of the month, yeah. though, why not now? Yeah, exactly. Like, there, there's a, immense pressure right now with the convoy movement. But, like, if this peter, if the movement peters out, if it dies... If momentum is lost, like I guarantee they'll just, all right, well, we have some other justification for why we're rolling it back again yeah. and locking you all down again. Like Omicron 6.0 or something. Yeah, you know? they'll, exactly. They'll do whatever they it, can. It, it seems like they're just going where the political winds are blowing. Yeah. But one thing I am very optimistic about, about this whole movement with the Freedom Convoy, mm. is that thing. It was trending on Twitter the other day, 54%. I'm like, oh, what's that about? Yes. About the poll that came out showing that 54% of Canadians are in favor of ending all COVID restrictions. Yeah, and I believe a week prior, the majority was actually uh, the opposite. Exactly. So that, because, is, that is exciting. Yeah, for, for, because for so long, you look at the public opinion polls. Um, I mean, that's, I, I wrote an article about this. I, I often throw to this article, you know, but uh, about- <laughs> Gotta plug your own work, right? Gotta plug my own work. But well, I think it's just so key here. The fact that Justin Trudeau, um, one of the reasons why he ran his whole campaign election absolutely railing against the unvaccinated, yeah. kind of spewing the hatred, saying, oh, it's these people it who are locking us down, it's them. It's this poll, yeah. this this poll, you know, it was Blacklocks who initially reported on this, this uh, poll showing that the majority of Canadians were in favor of locking down the unvaccinated more and were fearful of COVID and believed that vaccines were the only way out and believed that the unvaccinated were causing all of their problems. And Trudeau pushed that hard. He rode that line as hard as he could well, because you know, public opinion, he thought, according to that poll, was on his side. Well, not to mention, though, public opinion is completely controlled by our media, which, of course, we know is funded by the federal government. So it's just it's really hard for people to not buy into something when our media is such a monster, right? It's, yeah, it's being exactly. spewed at you every single day. It's basically the Bible at this point. Yeah, like, yeah, that's an excellent point, because we have top-down control of like 99% of media in Canada receives government funding. Yeah. They receive bailouts, they receive payroll benefits Not and subs- subsidiaries. <laughs> like, I can count on maybe one hand all of the independent media yeah. in Canada that is truly independent, that doesn't take government money. Yeah. Uh, and the rest are completely towing this line and pushing this narrative. Uh, and it's not just because they're government funded. Like, they have their own very strong liberal bias anyway. Of so course. it works out. They'd be doing this, a lot of this reporting anyway, but it really locks it in, the fact that they're government funded. But you consider that, and then you look at all of the Canadians who are just consuming this, you know, fear porn coming from the news. Especially because, you know, yeah. they're maybe out of jobs, so they're they're just watching media all yeah. day long, at home, right? Or on Twitter all day long, just exactly. following those CBC data points. But <laughs> something about this Freedom Convoy, I think, has helped to wake people up, mm-hmm. and the media has really really been discrediting themselves because <laughs> if you are at least halfway open-minded and you look at more just if you just kind of open up the curtain behind uh, you know that's in front of all this mainstream uh, narrative yeah. stuff and you kind of <laughs> look at just a little bit outside of what all just of the the legacy media are pushing for it blows the narrative wide open up yeah. they're completely lying about this being a bunch of racist terrorist extremists they're completely lying about the fact that all oh, there are a bunch of nazi flags everywhere and confederate flags and violent yeah. people People like there's like if you just look on social media or elsewhere and see all of this other stuff, they're just refusing to Just look at the videos, on. watch the videos, yeah. you know. And I mean, my dad's a truck driver. He's in BC, 
and like a, a huge chunk of truck drivers on the west are not white like a mm -hmm. huge chunk like i yeah. have proof he works oh, with yeah. these people all the time so it's like, hello. This, like reminder this is canada one yeah. of the most multicultural Diverse. countries in the world we yes. have an incredible diversity just if you look at a population like you're going to have we have so many immigrants here we do have a really rich society with so many cultures and it has nothing to do with race all of this stuff they're trying to peddle no. the freedom movement as white supremacist and racist not in the slightest and the thing is it's such a ploy that i think a lot of people are seeing this yeah they're starting to see through the narrative and see that you know what there are good-hearted canadians out there of all backgrounds all different professions all different nationalities Age. races religions yep. ages like there are people with families out there with little kids there were elderly people young people just having yep. a good night out on the town you like, can see that they are kind of grasping at straws i remember yeah. i even read recently i think it was a blog to article and someone had spray painted like freedom on yeah. a school or something like that and th that's considered like an anti-vax narrative like everybody knows that that's not an anti-vax yeah. Uh, anything like come on freedom yeah. like i'm sorry guys like so yeah yeah exactly and like so like that's that is where my hope is coming from yeah here, is where i see art i think public opinion is shifting you see I there, think, there it uh, is there yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's it you know producer ad on the ball yeah always i i think a lot of people are starting to see through it and yeah. if we do have this anticipated crackdown this weekend of police I mean, public opinion is kind of teetering on the fence, I think. And so a lot of people are like, oh, they should just go home already. We've heard them. Their point has been made. But I, I feel like a lot of people, you know, if there is this crackdown, could also see some pretty terrible things yeah. and, you know, wake up a even a little more. Um, and, and even just to get we're, what we're getting at here, can we throw to that clip from the press conference with the Ottawa police chief? Because I mean, this is kind of our headline item here of what's going on in Ottawa with the police. I think it's important for people to see kind of what they've actually been saying and the narratives they're trying to ride. So let's, let's throw to this. Let's do it. Yeah, there's something here. To identify and target protesters and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Investigative evidence gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecutions. Every unlawful act, including traffic and insurance violations, will be fully pursued regardless of the origin at any time in the future. The primary focus of each of these measures will be on the unlawful behavior connected to the ongoing demonstrations. This includes parallel and counter demonstrations. We strongly urge all demonstrators and those engaging with the demonstrators to act lawfully, peacefully, and respectfully. The hatred, the violence, the illegal acts that Ottawa residences and businesses have endured over the last week is unacceptable in any circumstance. The Ottawa Police Service and the City of Ottawa are bringing significantly greater resources to restore order, hold offenders to account, and protect our neighborhoods. The current demonstration in the parliamentary precinct red zone remains unresolved despite significant successes in reducing the number of trucks and demonstrators while preventing riots, injuries, or deaths. We take no solace in these operational successes to date. Our goal is to end the demonstration. The demonstrators in the red zone area remain highly organized, well-funded, extremely committed to resisting all attempts 
to end the demonstration safely. This remains, as it was from the beginning, an increasingly volatile and increasingly dangerous demonstration. <laughs> I didn't wow. know peace was uh, was volatile at all, but yeah. okay, you know what? You know when this will end? It'll end when you guys end the lockdowns. Like I, that's very like they've been very clear with their intentions throughout the entire convoy. Like end the mandates, end the restrictions, and we'll go home. Yeah, I mean, just watching that is just shocking to hear what he says. Do you think he believes what he's saying? I, I can't imagine he does if he's been on the ground. Maybe he's this police chief sitting in an ivory tower mm, and point. is only listening to, you know, misguided reports. But I can't see how that's possible. But what's shocking to me is just how untruthful that is. Like, those like are blatantly. absolutely blatant lies. Yeah. That is nothing at all what it's like on the ground. Like, no. I'm just let's unpack that for a moment. I mean, first of all. <laughs> First of all, what he said was the goal is to end the demonstration. So first of all, like he didn't point out, all right, we're here to enforce the law. We're yeah. here to do this. No, no. His to goal serve is, to and protect. End, is to end this demonstration. So there's this peaceful assembly here of protesters. You know, we don't, we're not here to uh, make sure that those who are breaking laws are, you know, have justice served. We're not here to uh, make sure the peace continues. It, no, they're going to move in there and their goal is to end the demonstration. So that's that's something key to make sure. No, that's a brutal thing to say. It's yeah. brutal. And we also should touch on the fact that there's, he had mentioned that they're very well organized. They're very well funded. And we know as like for a fact that the GoFundMe has been kind of like they, it was shut down. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's, they have no access to funds, y'all. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. To say that they're extremely well organized. Yeah, and, don't and think they're, they're well committed. organized. Like, first of all, they're not like like they have some organizers there. There is a little structure, but they're a very decentralized group. It's a pretty very libertarian kind yeah, of. Yeah, they're they're all over the the city, spread yeah. out. There is this sort of you know core group that ended up right around Parliament downtown, but they're spread out across the entire city. I did a report on this yesterday. Well, that came out yesterday of uh, just showing that there are there parking lots across the city that are filled with these trucks all over that are kind of neatly tucked away. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, like. They're saying it's increasingly volatile and there's dangerous. Like, these are the most peaceful, you know, absolutely law-abiding groups. Can't stress that enough. Yeah, like, I just cannot, cannot stress, stress that enough. enough. Like, the feel on the ground, it's saying that they're, you know, we're trying to prevent riots here from breaking out and there's dangerous stuff. Like, the most aggressive thing going on in the city of Ottawa right it's now. picking up trash. Well, no, just picking up trash is <laughs> happening, and that's pretty great. But is the honking, okay? Yeah. That's the, no, oh, no, guys, they're honking. I, I can imagine living downtown Ottawa near yeah. all this. It would suck to have 24-7 constant honking yeah and i mean the target there i mean if you are a politician a lockdownist if you are a government bureaucrat if you're someone who supports these lockdowns and vaccine mandates and you kind of deserve it you're sitting in that ivory tower in downtown ottawa on your cushy government government funded job making <laughs> six figures and uh you're just sitting there saying, oh, get out of my way, these truckers, these yeah. dirty working class people. Who, who deliver me my up. goods. <laughs> yeah, I've got no sympathy for you. Others, yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Like, I can understand it sucks, but that should also just add to the pressure to the government to actually listen to these concerns because this is not something radical that these truckers are demanding. No. Not in this. They're they literally just saying, want freedom hey, guys, for all. uphold our constitution. Yeah. Like, if you look at what our country is founded on and the highest law of the land mm -hmm. that has been broken repeatedly for like what two years now for the past two years <laughs> two years so uh two yeah. years folks so basically just that that 
Ottawa police briefing is just shocking to me because there's so many lies throughout there and there it just seems like they're trying to pave the way to frame these protesters as an extremist movement an organized hate group that's taken over the capital city in some great and, insurrection it's such a lie and what is the benefit to perpetuate such a negative narrative like aren't police officers supposed to serve and protect us I think that also comes with you know maintaining a calm and not trying to incite anything or or you know fear monger mm-hmm. yeah exactly and I think that speaks to the fact that this is not policing as it should be no. these officers that police chief are way out of line yeah. and they are absolutely I don't see any other way it could be how it is than the fact that they have their own marching orders from political higher-ups yeah. I mean this is the capital city of course this is the mayor of Ottawa has repeatedly said he has a very good relationship with the federal government and oh, good. of course you know they're just holding hands together lying in bed the, <laughs> the municipal government of Ottawa and the federal government how could they not be and it's just it's so very clear that this is coming from the top saying all right you know we kind of tolerated them for a week our patience is gone get these you know filthy working class truckers who are rising up you know ooh, workers of the world unite and rise up um let's uh get them out of here it's time to end this our patience is done how can they not hold themselves accountable for this though how can our government not look in the mirror and be like wow i did this to these people i pushed these people over the edge like i've I encourage people to drive from mm. BC to Ottawa to protest against my mandates that I've forced on them for two years. I don't understand. Like, how do these people not, how do they sleep at night? I'm like, yeah. actually like shocked. Well, it's, I mean, uh, first of all, I CBD believe, oil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, I just think they're so, well, Trudeau probably yeah. smoking the, smoking those joints he likes nonstop. The dubs. Yeah. He's yeah. got those dubs going anytime he's not on camera. He's, <laughs> he gets he's free dubs. Yeah. I, I imagine he's got a nice bong stash. In his, Allegedly. Uh, in the Allegedly. Office, yeah. Allegedly. Of Allegedly. Of course, this is all just, uh, you know. All speculation. speculation. All this speculation. Is, this is our fun speculation, yeah. of course. Uh, but <laughs> moving forward from that, uh, yeah, no, I think also because they're just soulless politicians, uh, compromised globalists who uh, enjoy the spoils of the suffering of their people. Yeah, you think you know? they enjoy watching us in our misery? That's cute. Yeah, I, I that's, think so. that's nice. But uh, and, and really, they just uh, they do, their comfortable positions, sitting in the Capitol, sitting in their ivory towers, are being disturbed by these filthy, noisy, dirty trucks down below on the streets. And who pay uh, taxes, by the way, to yeah. pay your wage, Mister yeah, Bureaucrat? So, so. <laughs> yeah. So bottom line, you know, keep your eyes peeled. We're gonna we are we're all over this. We yes. have a bunch of other people joining those already on the ground in Ottawa this week. Mm-hmm. to make sure we have all eyes on the police, yep. to make sure our cameras are pointing there. We have lawyers on hand. We're we're trying to stay on top of this to make sure this does not escalate further. Like, it seems like the government is starting to push and trying to escalate things to find a way to forcibly remove these mm-hmm. truckers. Um, I mean, I, I still can't fathom how they would try to remove them if they don't want to. I mean, these are massive trucks. How are you going to do it? Plus, there's like tens of thousands of people. And how many police officers are, are being... Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, like, in the downtown core, it's only, like, a few hundred trucks right. lining. I mean, it's quite a sight for, like, five or six blocks downtown. Um, filled, even so, you know, good like luck. Down one street and a bunch of others. And then it's thousands throughout the rest of the city. But even still, it's true. I mean, good luck. And, uh, yeah, it's shocking to see. I hope nothing bad happens. Yeah. But we all just kind of have this ominous feeling here where something very well could happen. So 
keep your eyes peeled. And if you know someone at the protest or if you're attending, please maintain peace, you guys. Yeah. Don't give them any reason to say something bad about this movement because yeah. they are looking for a reason to slander us. Yeah. We cannot stress it enough. And it's been incredible to see so far this past week. Everyone on the ground there I've seen has been stressing it repeatedly. Guys, we are as peaceful and as loving and as kind as, and utterly Canadian as possible. <laughs> and no matter what anyone tries to do to provoke us, we will rem keep the peace. And it's been yep. great to see that. Yes. My message, keep it up. And Yes. Don't incite anything. No, nope. um, be good. Be on be your good. best behavior. Best behavior. But uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of our big headliner story there. But, you know, also speaking of police violence, uh, that really? actually just reminds me because this is not the only freedom convoy movement going on in the world. The, Canada started this and it's been incredible to see the people it's inspired to stand up and mm -hmm. speak out and the movement, the spark that has ignited this. Then we look at our friends, the Avi down in Australia. There is the Australian convoy, the Canberra, the capital there. And uh, there's a bunch of like freedom convoy camps yeah. set up. They've been camping out and the police have moved in. And I mean, check out this clip. It's from, from Avi, our man in Australia. I'm certain you would know who he is. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's been kind of going viral a little bit of this senior police officer just shoving this woman. I mean, take a look at this. When is he now? So if you saw there, like, she's going up to her car, they're trying to tow her car away, she just walks up, and this senior officer just, just shoves her right to the ground, and then turns away, zero remorse, just, like, it's just... Where's the heartless. humanity? Where yeah. is the humanity? This is absurd. She's a woman. Like, she's like a little woman. Like, I don't understand how this is okay. Like, in front of her children, yeah. too. Like... Yeah, so I mean, and it's Australia. We've been seeing stuff like this. Like this is Crazy tame, honestly, stuff. compared to the stuff we've been seeing over the past yeah. year. I mean, like probably like we've seen the pregnant like, you know, women getting pushed over, getting old pushed over, women. arrested, the old like old women, like elderly people getting yeah. pepper like beaten and pepper sprayed yeah. in the streets because they were peacefully protesting on the street when uh, you know in the middle of the police state lockdown when they were ordered to be at home. Like for your health, though, yeah, guys. It's, uh, if it's for your health, it's, it's justified. It's shocking to see that. It, um, that is extremely shocking. Um, yeah. Don't go to Australia. You're probably not allowed anyway. Yeah, you, so. probably, you can't even get in the country. So uh, yeah. at this point, just pray for pray for Australia. Yeah, pray for Australia. Pray for Canada. Uh, pray for all of us in this insane world. Um, please. Yeah, that's my message to all of you. Yes, please. Please do. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's see what else we got on the docket here because mm -hmm. we saw some other great headlines we wanted to touch on. Oh, you know what? That vid from our our good old friend, giant, oh. big-hearted man, good old Shaq, speaking yes. out. I'd love to show this. You know, we pull this up here. Yeah, Shaq weighs in on vaccine mandates. Go oh, yeah. Shaq. This is a good one. This is this is great. Every uh, yeah. Let's uh let's let's just go ahead and roll this. Everybody to, to be safe and take care of your family. I do. But there's still some people that don't want to take it. And you shouldn't have to be yeah. forced to take something that you don't want. So I don't think people are being forced to take well, there are some. There are. I mean, listen. We have a mandate at CBS. That's force. We have a mandate at CBS. But my, but my point. That's force. But where I wholeheartedly. That's force. No, it's not force. It yes, is it force. Because if the man don't take it, the man gonna get fired. Uh, Look, I encourage everybody. Like, uh, how do uh, people not understand that if you're being coerced yeah. into something, that is not 
choice. Yeah, that's so good. I think the headline there is like Shaq schools CBS <laughs> journalist or something. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Pretty you know based Shaq out here. It's fun uh, to see basketball players like they've been qu- quite a bit more outspoken than other yeah. athletes. It's been really nice to see yeah. that they as- they respect your body auto- bodily autonomy. You know, it's true. And I mean, yeah, like I feel like they have this extra level of independence. Yeah, we see because uh, okay, I I don't know basketball. I don't follow it. What's it? Is it Ennis Cantor? Is his name? I think that's right. The one who's been Ennis Cantor. He's been very outspoken spoken against the the Chinese Communist Party and all right. of the atrocious human rights abuses coming See out of China. See the guy who had the sneakers? Yeah, he yes, had the sneakers, very cool, that, yeah. and, and then the John others. Isaac's been outspoken about yeah. the vaccine mandates. Of course, Kyrie Irving, we've seen many yeah. others um, stand in favor of, oppose, yeah. or stand in op- opposition, rather, to mandates, yeah. vaccine mandates. And it's also very fascinating to see that these are people of color of different races like you know it's, it's basketball like the majority of them are going to be black because they're all the best basketball players you know they're the ones making it to the top and they're, they're the also best. the ones who are very outspoken for their own bodily autonomy and standing up for their own rights and it's just great to see because they're so often tokenized mm-hmm. and it's just nice to see that no like they can have their own opinions they don't have to fit in this box and it's just it's great to see that within the organization they have that independence to speak out you know yeah. you see all the ones who were campaigning on all of these uh, different progressive campaigns and movements yes and like in the NFL, raptors and their blm yeah yeah but if you if like if you look at like the nfl they have all that going on but there's not really much of this in the mm-hmm. nba there's a nice balance i'm seeing there's so many nba players who have been speaking out for basic freedoms and liberties and bodily autonomy i mean we can't stress enough of guys what happened to my body my choice yeah <laughs> like Oh my goodness, I know. It's it's really encouraging to see too that these people are using their platforms for something fruitful and they're not saying I'm pro this or anti this. I just respect choice. That's all people want. They just yeah. want the choice. So it's really refreshing to see someone with a platform speak up about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking ahead here, another headline because I think there were just one or two more things we're going to talk about and then we are going to get to your chat. Mm-hmm. So make sure if you haven't said it, if there's anything you want to comment on, be sure to send us a chat, rumble, rant, what have you. Um, let's see here. We've fa- oh, oh, yes. Yeah. This, this is, is a uh, fun one. This is a good one. So false rumors spreading around. <laughs> this, I believe, is coming. Who started the rumor? That's a good question. You know what? Rumor <laughs> mill here. Rumor report. Let's uh, let's gab a little bit on what's going on in Toronto. Oh, yes. Please. So basically, a bunch of you know, Twitter TV doctors have been spreading around this email that is showing a warning of supposedly saying that those healthcare workers going to work this weekend where there is this anticipated protest in support of the Freedom Convoy, kind of the own, their own mini convoy in Toronto, yeah. basically saying, guys, if you're a healthcare worker, you shouldn't be wearing your scrubs or uniforms going to work because you're going to be targeted by these violent anti-vaxxers and they're, they're going to come after you. So make sure you hide your identity before, before going because they really hate the nurses and healthcare workers, I guess, and they'll target you. I mean, it's, it's shocking. Who comes up with this crap? Like, but, I'm pretty sure people who are protesting right now are protesting the government, not healthcare workers. Yeah. Not to mention, I, I myself have been to a lot of these protests outside of hospitals, and uh, I've spoken to a lot of nurses and healthcare workers who are protesting against the vaccine mandates that are being imposed on them as well. So, uh, yeah, guys, it's not 
anti-healthcare if you are pro-freedom and pro-bodily autonomy. <laughs> it says literally nothing to do with the healthcare workers, okay? I really, yeah. I'm hard-pressed to believe anyone is going to be harassing them yeah. and at I mean, all. And, and it's such another sort of last-ditch attempt to paint this as, uh, you know, kind of a shocking movement. Like, I've been hearing a lot from, uh, you know, kind of mainstream legacy media mm -hmm. saying, oh, no, this Toronto protest is terrible because they're planning to blockade hospitals and prevent people from getting access to healthcare and the ambulances, guys, you Which know, they're not going to be able to get in. I think they've been cooperating. And I, I don't think any of that is true. No, I, be like, I'm, I believe that they've, they've been very amicable. Yeah, like, like so far to this point, I haven't seen any of that. And no. there, you know, the previous reports of protests blocking hospitals were completely untrue. We had people on the ground showing there was clear access. And ever since there's been all this attention on that, protesters have gone the extra mile to make sure they're not even remotely close to hospital property when they're protesting. Which is absolutely wise. Yeah, absolutely wise. Yeah. We have to make sure the hospitals are clear, right? Absolutely. I mean, rightly so. But yes. it's just, just sort of this like fake outrage at something that isn't going on like they're building this straw man that they're painting as what these protesters are to tear down when it's not at all who they are and it's they're just, just always trying to pin us against each other you know the yeah. healthcare workers against the the protesters the the vax versus the unvax and it's just it's such a sad attempt because they know that most people are kind of on the same pages like with each other now you know yeah. so like we're against the government and they just it's their last attempt to divide and conquer i think and yeah. that's how we know and can prove that they are desperate i think this is like yeah. as you said their last attempt yeah really last like I think you're right on the money there in terms of classic divide and conquer mm -hmm. like you have these people you have those in power right now like John Tory in Toronto as you're we mm -hmm. just talking about saying he has to do everything possible to stop Ottawa from I mean to stop Toronto from becoming like Ottawa because Ottawa is deteriorated and is basically a lawless city right now and we have <laughs> it's to like do, chop yeah we have to do everything in our power to stop this protest from happening um, and saying that these are dangerous hateful people you have Justin Trudeau who's spewing on about the quote-unquote hateful evil anti-vaxxers who are causing this pandemic the racists and, yeah the racists and terrorists and you know you need to fight against them they want to harm you and your children uh, you know, you get all these people, various premiers mm -hmm. and others, uh, you know, all these public health bureaucrats, the quote unquote top doctors speaking out <laughs> and things. And it's just you see all these people who currently have political power and they're, you know, kind of last ditch move when yep. the people have begun to unite saying, no, this isn't wrong. If you look at the science and data. Everything you've done has been extremely harmful with very little to no benefit for us. And so, you know what? How about you give us our freedoms back? And they're, I think they're running scared. And their I think final so. efforts is they are just doubling and tripling down on trying to divide the people against one another to stoke hate and divisions, yep. to push judgment. They want people judging each other. They want people assuming that others are certain things when they're not. They're trying to divide. I think the message here is, how about guys don't quickly assume what other people are learn the facts for yourself mm -hmm. and and assume the best of people give them the benefit of the Absolutely. doubt and don't blindly believe when the government or the legacy media are telling you something that oh this hateful group of people are doing this it's not true and like you just basically come together guys unity is all i can say yeah, unity and I, in love even if you disagree with people absolutely and i think this is encouraging i think we should be really encouraged by the fact that the government is trying and all these health bureaucrats are trying so hard to just perpetuate this false narrative i think that's exciting because mm -hmm. it means that what we're doing what people are doing and coming together is working it's, mm -hmm. it's exciting it's the only yeah. hope we have right yeah, now yeah like, like they are threatened right now yeah. this is a countrywide and worldwide movement at yeah. the moment like canada's undergoing a revolution at the moment mm -hmm. and we've seen some very real tangible things like even yeah. if you look at the canada's conservative party and the decision of all these mps like of course they're all spineless politicians don't get me wrong 
Like yeah. they are, they will go wherever the political winds blow. Yeah, take but, everything they say with a grain yeah, of salt. With a massive bowl of salt, with pour big, all over it all. With an ocean of salt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is, these politicians who will go wherever the political winds blow mm-hmm. decided to kick Aaron O'Toole out of the party, who is essentially just a Justin Trudeau wannabe. Um, and they've all decided, like many of them have decided to speak out in mm-hmm. support of the protest and against the mandates and the COVID restrictions just because it is politically prudent, because we've been seeing this shifting public opinion and because we've seen where it is politically prudent for them to do so. Yep. That is an amazing sign. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, yeah, there's power in the people coming together. It's, there there it's, is even even when the traditional institutions of our democracy have been failing us. Mm-hmm. We haven't been having debates in our legislatures as we should be. The emergency orders have been over top of everything like we yep. have top-down decision-making coming from our leaders who have been influenced by the public health bureaucrats and top doctors advising them in which they have been pushing all of this stuff on us without debate or vote or anything despite all of that the f- grassroots unified movement across the country right now of the people is having real tangible effects so i think it's it's very encouraging to see that it's I'd exciting like to see, it is exciting i like to see the momentum keep going mm-hmm. i am you know of course i'd be lying if i'm not concerned about the government crackdown on this as those politicians get more desperate but the underlying message here is guys they are getting desperate and let's not give them what they want nope. and uh take hope and speak out i think the, the yeah. best thing i've seen is people having courage and speaking out now they feel like they're not alone anymore yeah and you know share videos of people at these protests share like share all the masses of and different ages of people the different mm-hmm. different diver- like the diverse crowds you know sh- show people these videos because you really can't argue with that yeah. that's like a cold hard fact right in front of their face that they just cannot ignore yeah and i would just say also just be yourself be authentic don't hide yourself out of fear of judgment or retribution for others because the more people are just authentic and share hey you know what i don't actually believe these things that you know everyone is spewing about the more you see you're not alone and mm-hmm. the more we can be effective in this but come out of the closet come, come out of the uh, the closet guys <laughs> quit hiding who you are be yourself and share what you believe in speak your heart and mind to the world that's my message to you but yep. uh you want, shall we get to some chats? Any final comments there? Or? No, I, I say let's do the chats. Yeah, okay. You know what? Let's uh, let's pull some chats here because I'm excited to see what everyone has to say. Let me just pull this up here. Oh, they're up on the screen. You know, I don't even need to look at my phone. Enmark says, wow, 4,405 people watching on Rumble. You know what? That's fantastic. Thank you, Enmark, for the dollar. Yeah, and thank you. know, you. it's great. It's, it's really great to see the viewership. It's amazing to be able to spend this time talking with all of you, sharing you, with you what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, love to see the support, guys. Yep. It's amazing. This is from Flitterby. Thank you for your $5. Fight mm-hmm. now or lose everything. Social credit is here to stay unless we all stand up. I think it's important yeah. to fight now peacefully, of course. Yeah, yeah. When we say fight, we mean peaceful, yeah. obviously. But yeah, like now is the time to stand up and speak out. Like this is the moment. There are moments in history. This is an historical moment, and there is a major shift right now in mm-hmm. the outlook across our country. Now is the time. Like we don't want to squander this opportunity. So yep. stand up, speak out, let your voice be heard, guys. From Sup Spider Man. Nice. Ten dollars. We cannot trust them, but for some assurance, we must demand all the chief medical officers and their supporting staff be removed. Tam and more must go. Hmm. I would absolutely 100% agree with that. I think they are overpaid, over-televised. They are overpaid, for sure. <laughs> overpaid, over-televised, overly politicized mm-hmm. people who are just loving being in the spotlight right now yep. and who have not been following the science. I can't stress this enough. They are following the talking points of the World Health Organization and the CDC, among others, you know, Public Health Canada, who are just kind of spewing these policy 
you know, talking points. Yeah, I would love to see them trust that, the science, yeah, that have, like the real science. That are completely detached Absolutely. from all of the actual data we've been seeing from actual researchers who've been conducting actual studies. Um, you look at the data, like it's just, you know, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the vaccine mandates, mm -hmm. all of it. It's unscientific. Yep. It is not effective in stopping the spread of the virus. And uh, here we are two years later with nothing to show for it. Going into our third year, folks. And uh, it's because of our fragile hospital system, even mm -hmm. though we haven't built a single bed in our ICU in over two years. All those field hospitals we were setting up in 2020, what happened to those guys? Oy. Yeah, anyways, enough of that tangent. Uh, thank you for your donation, though. <laughs> thank you for your donation, <laughs> Spider-Man. That was Spider-Man, right? I'm not yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. cool. This is from Angel for Freedom. Wow, $10, thank you so much. You're right, we don't trust any of the corrupt politicians. That's why we have to work towards not only ending all illegal and evil mandates, but also cancel these emergency measure acts. Yes, that would be yeah. wonderful. Absolutely agree. Yeah, like, again, don't trust any politicians. No. Just don't. Like, so even if you love what they're saying, great. You know, feel free to vote for them, support them in the moment. Absolutely. Be prepared for them to change the moment it's uh, opportunistic for them. Because yeah, at the bottom line, these politicians just want power and to keep their jobs and positions. Yeah, I mean, it's hard and, to uh, trust anyone who actually wants to go into politics. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know? I mean, of course, you'll get the occasional diamond in the rock Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Who has, who is a genuine principled person who wants what's best for their country. Mm -hmm. But it's it's almost impossible to tell who is who. It's so easy to be deceived. And the bottom line is a uh, massive grain of salt with any everything Ocean and anything. Of salt. Ocean of salt. You know, dry up the oceans, <laughs> take all that salt, make sure to wash down those politicians' words with that hefty amount of sodium. Um, <laughs> any more chats here? Yeah. From Fraser. What a effing liar he should be fired. Oh, about the Ottawa police guy, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Ottawa police, the police chief. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that. I think a lot of people should be fired. A lot of people should be fired. <laughs> I think a lot of people should resign. These politicians, these uh, all these bureaucrats, like, I mean, yeah. the government bureaucracy and the politicians, all of them who have just risen up, they are essentially parasites on the people right now because everyone else is locked down and struggling to survive, and they're enjoying their cushy salaries, haven't had to take a day Those off work at all these salaries. past salaries, hey um, Yeah, so a lot of people have been disgraces and have been not doing good work but the thing is like he steps down okay then just another that's bland, the thing. politically controlled police chief steps up and what difference will it well, make it's the same when people say oh fire trudeau well his replacement ain't better like his replacement yeah, it, is it, not better okay christian freeland there's a clip that i saw yesterday um i'm trying to think of what it was it was from um it was candace bergen okay. the, the new interim leader of the conservative party mm -hmm. kind of going toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, christian freeland talking about the protesters and i was watching like christian freeland she is like the epitome of a snake. She just, like, the, the words she was saying, she was just pure mm. classic gaslighting, just lying uh, through your, your feet, through her, through her teeth. It was, uh, yeah. Anyways. Not cute. Not cute. Not, not cute. Not, not, not the Girl. vibe. Not what we want. <laughs> not um, the vibe. <laughs> yeah, not the vibe. I just don't trust any of these politicians no. up there right now. Just, yeah. just don't. Power to the people. Ocean of salt, guys. Again, Ocean again. Of salt. Uh, big government equals bad. This is this is my personal view and opinion. Uh, the more limited the government, the better. There's a reason mm -hmm. why we, uh, like, the United States Constitution is great in establishing limits to government. I, mm -hmm. I very much like that document, I must say. Um, it's not a bad read. <laughs> not a bad read, guys. Uh, you know, there are some things we can learn from its principles yes but uh yeah any any other chats there or is this a wrap to the show oh we a got a couple more, more. Through, okay this is from roly poly oli thank you for your five dollars um thanks fellow rebels blm can protest but peaceful patriots can screw the 
can't screw the Leo. I, you know what? I don't know what you're saying there, Roy. Paul. I think the message there is BLM can get can, away with can riot literal murder. Peace, yeah, <laughs> but people, they can pillage and burn and destroy everything. But the peaceful protesters uh, can't assemble. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you're. you're There's correct. definitely a double standard there. Yes, <laughs> just I, a little. I, I think that's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, noble Canadian. They would have to say effective immediately all COVID restrictions are lifted for me to believe any politician. Uh, and two, do you think Trudeau will call in military to help the Ottawa police thoughts? Well, I don't think it's getting to that point yet. They have said that pol the Ottawa police did initially say that, oh, yeah, we're considering all options, perhaps military involvement. I think they've recently gone back on that mm -hmm. and said, oh, you know, what, we're not going to involve the military. It, it's just such a bad look when you try to bring the military. Like, if, if it's Didn't something you say something in the past about yeah. never putting the military yeah. on. Canadians or yeah, something like that. I, I, think I think I saw a tweet yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I did. I absolutely saw I think that was from 2020, right. I think. But it, yeah, it was basically Trudeau saying... Things change. He, he, he doesn't believe that it's ever right in any situation for a government to call on the military on its own people. Okay, so uh, he says it's not in the cards. But yeah, he's, it's not so, the But cards. he's urging caution. Yeah, okay. urging caution. Right. And yeah, and the, my point is, like, if it's something they can do by importing... Because there are police uh, forces from all around Ontario. Mm -hmm. I saw them from Toronto, Durham, yes. Hamilton, York region... Uh, like all over, they've been bringing them into Ottawa to help, you know, support and enforce this. And they said they're deploying an extra, you know, 150 was what the police chief said right. this morning uh, onto what's already on the ground. So, like, if it's something you can do with local police forces, why bring in the military? Yeah, like, and, don't they have better know, things to do? Look? I don't know. Yeah, so I, I think they would only ever call in the military if they can find a way to paint these as literal domestic terrorists, like the FLQ crisis in the 70s with good old true daddy's daddy, true daddy uh, daddy. Pierre Trudeau, when he invoked the War Measures Act and brought right. the military on his own people. That was a, you know, pretty fun time. Well, I certainly hope it doesn't get to that. <laughs> Hopefully nothing remotely of the sort happens, yes. but, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping our ears to the ground. Mm -hmm. Any other chats? Look at this. Rick, 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 Rick Mon? Rick Mon. I'm going to say hey, that Jamaican Rick style. Mon. Rick Mon. Thanks for your donation. Yeah. Don't let the lying politicians and media win. Stand strong. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. Amen. Strong and free. Amen. Don't let them win. Stand united, guys. Hold the line. Hold the line. Keep honking. Keep honking. <laughs> the data guy, thank you for your $10. Don't let the lying politicians in the... Oh, wait, this is the same one. Oh, oh right? well, hey, don't let the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we, we read it again. Read it again. Thanks yeah, so much. Go. This is from Rod Ron, $10. Thank you so much. Just like how dictator general... Noriega? Noriega surrendered. What would be awesome... What would also be awesome is if they can play loud heavy metal music to oust the true Dumbo. No weapons, just loud, awesome music. I think the horns are kind of doing that yeah. in a way. I think that's making people quite crazy. Honestly, I mean, it's true. there's a reason Honk Honk has been trending on yeah. Twitter for the past like three or four days now. Yeah. And not to mention, there was a full on party out front. It's been a constant party in front of hoop. Parliament. Like each night, they basically have a rave in front of Parliament. <laughs> like Saturday night in front of Parliament was, oh, it was a hoot. It was people just out there bopping, raving. People were crowding. Surfing. It was like negative 20 degrees outside. People were not slowing down. They were just having a good time blasting music over oh their speakers. Goodness. And it's like it's all these people haven't had a night out in so long. Oh, right? yeah. So it's like they have a chance to get on the streets and essentially break all the restrictions and party. They were going for it. It was uh, <laughs> it was interesting to watch. I believe it. 
Flitterby, $5, thank you very much, says, it appears the rhetoric is moving back Mm -hmm. to climate change. True that. I wonder what the next control system will look like in the name of preventing climate change. See, this, I'm kind of optimistic about this one, though, because the climate, they've been trying to push the climate change narrative on us Mm -hmm. for, gosh, decades. And it, people still, like, some people have bought into it, but for the most part, people are kind of like, no, that's kind of a conspiracy theory, you know? So I I, I don't know if it'll, I don't think that it'll be successful. Yeah, I I just worry that it it has been happening behind the scenes, though, is the issue of where it's like, it's not as in your face. Mm -hmm. You know, people just kind of say, oh, yeah, climate change. We need to do better. Green energy. What's wrong with green energy? But then they do all these things to absolutely kill oil and gas industry, basically make prices way more expensive for you. They are giving contracts to people for wind for windmills and solar panels mm-hmm. and all of that instead of everything else which like sure fine but solar panels themselves are also way worse for the environment of all that plastic that yeah. ends up in landfills well, seems like electric panels. cars where the batteries yeah. go <laughs> electric cars all the batteries like the amount of energy it takes to produce these things mm-hmm. causes way more emissions than anything else even if you you know if you consider emissions to be an important target to be considering but all of that aside like yeah we're seeing because we're seeing in Calgary the climate emergency oh, declared yeah. in Ottawa uh, they've also have declared their own climate emergency oh. recently, and plan- only in these yeah. cities, though, and, pla- like, and plan to spend else. millions of dollars to fight yeah. climate change in their city. Which you know, it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Especially when China is creating like I think it's like a Most third of the, of the world's, world's emissions, emissions or something emissions, like that. Yeah. It's kind of shocking. So, but I do still think, though, all that aside, like, sure, the government can double down on all those things, but I think the fight against it will be stronger right out the gate. Yeah, I and, think, and I, I don't think you know people are like, oh, climate lockdowns is this coming. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hey, if we were talking in 2019 and we started talking about virus COVID lockdowns, yeah. geez, so hey, who am I to say anything? Yeah. But at the moment, I don't see it. I don't see climate lockdowns being a thing, especially when people have been woken up so much in terms of, all right, what is the government doing to us? Yeah, uh, Hong what, Kong. How much more can we accept? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hopeful. I'm, Me you know, too. I'm wary, cautiously optimistic. Yes, cautiously optimistic. Uh, H. Pierce, triple eight, five dollars says, why is no one talking about all the Vax adverse reactions? Timmy, COVID, BC. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Rebel News, Tamara Ugolini has do. a lot of reports um, talking about the data, VAERS data and all that. So, I mean, we've definitely had people covering that. Yeah. Um, the mainstream I, media would never cover it, though, because oh, it, it doesn't it doesn't suit their narrative. So, it's, I mean. Yeah, it's absolutely narrative busting. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is just yesterday we released a report from Tamara showing someone who was Vax injured and ended up in a wheelchair. Oh. Um, it's like there's so many terrible things. We have been all over this. I mean, we, we put out so many reports now mm-hmm. we have never released so much news in our history as a company as we do now yeah we have so much stuff going on the door so it's really easy to miss our reports so i mean i, I imagine you can miss so much of our stuff especially yeah. when we've been so focused on the freedom convoy coverage going absolutely. on now but we absolutely have been covering that yes. you know make sure to go to rebelnews.com check out our stuff tamara is the yeah. one if, like she has her own if you go to the journalist tab on our website yep. you can go through all of our journalists see their work tamara has a lot of really great work about vax injured stuff mm-hmm. i know adrea has been doing she's been walking that beat as well with yeah. some great stuff so just go check it out we absolutely have been covering it and feel free to share with anyone you'd like because people need to realize there are some serious risks and dangers to this and yes. they're acting like it is perfectly safe and effective yeah let's just normalize heart attacks in kids yeah and so. young healthy male athletes yeah so i mean i think that's our show here do we have any more chats 
that is a show. show. So speaking of vax injuries and stuff, on that note, I think <laughs> it might be nice. Nice on that show. Now it might be nice because we were gonna show this clip. We didn't end up doing it. I think we might sign off on this of just this this study here where uh, they're televising the study with a bunch of mm. parents signing up their kids for COVID vaccine trials. It's cringe. It's y'all. very cringe to watch because it's like they're children that they aren't hesitating to put on the line, saying they're trusting the science, except they're doing the science. It's a trial on their children. I don't know, watch this and maybe be cringed, maybe say, hey, this is good. Up to you, the viewer. Yeah. But uh, it has been a pleasure talking with mm-hmm. you for the last hour or so. Um, you know, make sure to stay tuned. We are all over so many stories right now. Rebelnews.com. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials yeah. and stay tuned. And tune in next week for a daily live stream hosted by somebody else every day, yeah. at, every day weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So yes. definitely tune in, y'all. Every thank, single day. Sorry. And thank your producer. Yeah, thank <laughs> AD. Producer, producer AD for being on the ball today. Great stuff. We will see you next time. Rebel News Live, noon every weekday, as Nat just said. Until next time, I'm Dakota Christensen. I'm Nappy Azzy. And we will see you next time. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful, my friends. This little boy and girl are about to make history. Six-year-old Arlo Swenson and his nine-year-old sister Phoebe are getting COVID vaccines. Ready? Quick. All done. That was it. Phoebe becoming the very first child to get the shot in the Moderna Children's COVID vaccine trial at this Phoenix clinical research facility. The trial is for infants six months old through and including children 11 years old. But this initial stage of the trial begins with children at least six years old. And we take some time to talk to the proud parents. Was it a hard decision to allow your children to be in this trial? No, it was not a hard decision at all for me. Um, We believe in the science of vaccines and we were excited at the opportunity to be a part of it. Among this first group of participants, also known as the first arm, a lesser dose is given than the dose adults receive. So for the first 750 patients uh, nationwide, um, they're doing, it's, it's going to be open label, which means all the children that are going to be in those first uh, arms uh, for that 750 are guaranteed to get the actual vaccine. There you go. The youngest children will start getting scheduled soon. Three-year-old Allie and two-year-old Charlotte will be two of those participants. Their parents are Rachel and Garrett Guthrie. We knew that this was something we wanted to participate in. The opportunity for them to be vaccinated at such an early stage, we jumped at the opportunity, honestly. Holly and Charlotte are scheduled to be vaccinated within a few weeks. These small children, unbeknownst to them, will soon be leaders in the effort to help humanity. Which brings us back to Phoebe's brother Arlo. The six-year-old is getting his COVID vaccine. Ready? You're gonna do great. And go. Good job. See, not too bad, was it? Both children will come back in four weeks. Their health will continue to be monitored. You're done getting your shot now, right? Yeah. How did it feel? I felt good. Was it easy? Kinda. Do you know that you're a hero? No. You are. You're a medical hero. It says it right there on your sticker. (laughs) I know what 10 times 10 is. What's 10 times 10? hundred. You're absolutely right. You're not only a hero, you're smart, right? 